morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another installment of the Nick Dada Thought Experiment. I have a special treat for you today. The guest on the podcast is the one and only, my namesake, slightly taller than I am, other Nick Dada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slightly taller, right? Slightly. Slightly taller, but, but you know, you have the beard. You have the beard, I have nothing. The beard counts on like one foot minimum. Kiasi too. It's the law, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yo, thanks for having me, man. This is this is really cool. I, I like I like the name. I, I think experiment. And it got, you know, when God blesses you. You know, I mean <laughs> these things when they happen, you just have to absorb it, accept the responsibility. It's a responsibility. And the then, weight. Yeah. The burden of a nation. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you. Preach. <laughs> So, Nick Neda, first question, because I believe there's a correlation mm-hmm. between what I'm about to ask you and the high school. Which high school did you go to? I went to Highway Secondary School, Hai. The one Pale Kwa Barabara, Mombasa Road. Okay. Seeing uh-huh. as I studied Duko Mashambani, okay. let me ask, is it literally on a highway? It's literally, imagine. <laughs> creativity in Kenya, man, you just have to admire the creativity people have. <laughs> this school was on a the highway. They're like, let's call it Highway. All right, so it's like those Joyce and Peter's grocery Joy Pete, Joy, Joy Pete kiosk. Okay. Sam Ken. <laughs> I saw another one which was Est- Esther Rose, Esther Rose Mark. I was like, okay, Esther, <laughs> Esther is the mom, Rose is the daughter, Mark. Is the son? I'm like, what are we doing here? But I, there's, a, there's one that, oh my God, this this person is so vain. Mm-hmm. Whoever she is, Elizabeth Wambua. Elizabeth Wambua has three apartment buildings. Uh-huh. Elizabeth Wambua Apartments. Elizabeth Wambua Apartments too. You keep going further. Elizabeth Wambua Apartments too. I was like, yes. People put some. You best to know. Hey, I was like sour. I was asking about your high school because um, you're big in theater, you're on radio. Yes, yes, yes. How active was your high school in terms of is my drama festivals, music wow, wow, fest, wow, that wow. kind of thing? Is that is that relation there? Huge, huge, huge. So here was the thing. Uh, growing up, mm. before I hit, I'll say before I hit 15, mm. I was a very shy kid. Mm. Like really, I was shy to the point, mm. uh, when we go for family functions, mm. my relatives, my aunties, uncles did not know I existed. Because I have, I was, I'm the youngest of three boys, right? Mm. So we go for a family function, they're like, oh, Mama Victor, Victor's the eldest, and then my other brother, Innocent. So I'd come through next to Innocent, they're like, and who is this? I'm like, oh, this is Nicholas. Like, Who's oh, Nicholas? <laughs> my brother. Like, hey, Mama Victor, why you not Yeah, this one. Oh, that quiet one, because I used to be. And these are actual relatives. This is this who is know my about auntie, you. my mother's sister. I'm like, how do you not know I exist? So I was very shy. And when I went to high school, mm-hmm. I remember I watched. Um, so in Form One, mm-hmm. uh, in Hai, what they used to do was, before they performed, they played drama festivals. When I perform here at the school. To show guys, this is what we're going to go present. Uh, so I watched it and I was like, wow, this is so amazing. I would want to do that. So I told my bro. My bro was like, you, you're such a shy person. You will never do this. So I took that as a challenge. In Form 2, I walked up into the drama theater club. I told them I want to act. Uh, they asked me, have you ever acted before? Nope. But I've watched a lot of movies, so I think I know what I can do. Yeah, that's a foundation. They gave me a roll of a tree. I was literally just standing there. I had one line of like, brr, or something. Or something silly. <laughs> but I was there. And then there was this Form 4 guy who, Ali decided, like, 
three weeks before the play goes to the festivals, he decides, hey, I need to focus on my studies. So uh, I don't want to do this uh, role, but I need to pick someone. And it's like, that tall guy in Form 2. The tree. That tree guy. Mpatia lines, I was like, sour. Guys are like, ah, utames, utames, yo. I got those lines. I got that character. I won Best Actor. Guys were like, who the hell is this dude? I was like, yeah, it's Nicholas. Understand. In the building. In fact, I was made a prefect in Form 2. <laughs> they never did that in, in our high school. For real? I was the first person to be made a prefect in Form 2, Form 2 second term. Then life was just smooth sailing. But I was always in drama, uh, music festivals as well. So you can sing? I, I can. I can sing. But the thing with singing for me is I have to do training for it, Kiasi. Because even the last musical, I did a musical in 2017. And I remember I had to do vocal classes for like two months because I smoke cigarettes. So if you smoke and then you don't practice, it goes very fast. Goodness me, I've heard mm. that in theory. I didn't know it's actually true. It's actually true. Like, hey, Does singing. drinking affect your singing? No. Unless you're a very heavy drinker, which... So I'm, not, so I'm never going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when I say heavy, I mean like heavy, heavy, heavy. But when I say I'm never, I mean never, never. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The world has enough singers. You can do the other things. Watch an equal wakili. And exactly. future president. Now, oh, oh, for real? For real. That's what's up. Now, how, how did you transition from yeah, Nick Neda? Yeah, I like it. His excellence. Oh, yeah. oh, His excellence. I've been rolling with my namesake, Apple State House. Kabisa, Kabisa, Kabisa. I love it. I love it, bro. Yes. So, how did you transition from? Okay, what happened after high school? So, I'm assuming after that, your success, your best actor, and all that. Mm -hmm. You just kept it in high school, and then what happened? How did you transition from that to radio to theater? Oh man, and I I love my parents to death for this because now when I figured from four. Because uh, I acted from two, from three, from four, kept winning. So I told my mom, I was like, I really think I can make it as an actor. My mom was like, ah, but you know, Kenya, there's no money in acting. I was like, yeah, that's true. So my mom was like, what we can do, we can send you to a university in the States. And then when you go there, you can now try do acting stuff. But my dad was like, but we can't send you to the States to just study acting. That doesn't make sense. University is expensive. Father's a practical like that. Exactly. Mm. But see, think about it. So, <laughs> me, I decided to be proactive. So I told my parents, let's do this. After high school, give me one year. Let me go to theater. I do things. I do things. I try to crack it over here. So white. Uh, gap here. A gap here, exactly. <laughs> Very white. Uh, and then after a year, we'll, we'll revisit this whole thing. It's a mad sour. And uh, I took a year, I, I remember, for 15 months, from November of 2003 until March 2005. I auditioned every single month. Kenya National Theatre, Alliance Francaise, Phoenix Players, never got picked for a single thing. None. To the point, by March 2005, my spirit was so crushed, I was like, maybe I'm not that good. Maybe I'm not, like, hey, I was gassing myself up maybe too much. So I told my parents, okay, let's do this uni thing. My dad was like, yeah, that states thing, I'd prefer if you went to do your master's there. Do undergrad in Kenya so that when you go to the states, you can get a decent job. I don't want you to just be washing dishes and then running to school. Practical yet again. Practical. My dad is yeah. freaking smart. He went to Oxford. So it was like, I was like, okay, cool. What's the plan now? It's like, what do you want to do? I told them the only thing that interests me, because I wanted to go to acting school as much as there wasn't any in Kenya, I was like, 
I can do journalism, I mean, because that way I can get into TV as a news anchor mm. and then I can schmooze with guys yeah. and then I get back into <laughs> acting. Maybe that was the plan. Uh-huh. So I said, Sawa, go to, go to university and do that thing. I went to Daystar. I picked up the forms. I was like, okay, this looks like a good place. And then the lady who was giving me the forms asked me a random question. No, she didn't ask. She said, um, just make sure that your letter from the pastor is up to date. So I asked her, um, what do you mean? Like the letter from the pastor, the church you go to, I told her, oh, I don't go to church. She literally grabbed the form like, Sama, this is not the place for you, sir. Jaribu USIU. I had never even thought of USIU until that point. I was like, okay. USIU, Google, I was like, oh, they also have wait, journalism. Wait, wait. So, so you're saying, Daystar won't even give you a chance to then reconnect with your God. Imagine, no? You must have been going yeah. for you to come to Daystar. Man, it was also back then I had this, I, I think it's a thing that happens when you're in your early 20s. You're very, yeah, there's this false, I, I always say it's a false, there's a false sense of ego that you have. That you, when you're in your 20s, you're like, ah, me out on your show. Because I, I remember I was very adamant, like, yeah, I don't go to church. And then. But you have to remember also your, your spirit was just fresh from being crushed. Mm, from all the auditions. Yeah, there was so also that. That has to affect your faith, you know? Mm, so. Uh, I went to USIU, and then it's so weird, the same day, literally the same day I was taking my forms to USIU, I saw a poster at Alliance Francaise for a play, Auditions, Shakespeare, and I love Shakespeare. I've, What's oh, your favorite? My favorite Shakespeare play? Um, the Merry Wives of Windsor. Macbeth for me. Macbeth is deep. Yeah, I love Macbeth. It's deep, yeah. Oh, go on. So on that day, I saw, I saw it, and I, I thought to myself, ah, what do I have to lose? Say, just go. I've been, I've been rejected 15 times. What's a 16th? I went for the audition. I did it. I left. I went to USIU. Forgot about it. A week later, I'm called. Dude, come do this play. Luckily, because this was March, and I was supposed to join USIU in September. So, I was like, cool. I did one play. A director watched me in that, approached me at the end of that show. was like, I have this play at Phoenix come through. I went the next month, did that play. Another director saw me, was like, are you free in two months? I want you in my play. I'm like, yeah, two months is August. But it's agenda chuo. Let me do this. As I'm rehearsing for this one in August, a play was happening in July. An actor dropped out. Another actor in the play was like, there is this guy I saw. We need to get him on it. And true to form Nick, that was 2005. Till today, I have never had to audition for a play Ever again. Ever. I'm just always like, Nick, are you available? I liked what you did here. Come through, do this. Insane. That's fantastic. Insane, man. Oh, man. So my takeaway from that is just keep at it. Keep at it. Exactly. And also acting is a cartel. Ukshengi and Dani on a corner. Then now it becomes easy straight from there. (laughs) Is it a cartel? It's it's not really, but there, I will not lie, there there are actors who are always the go-to, and it's not because they are special, it's only because they are more disciplined. A lot of actors are not that disciplined. Oh, in terms of rehearsals, showing up for the show? Up, yeah, exactly. For the actual show or just rehearsals? Um, in very few cases, for the actual show, I've only done a play where once an actor didn't show up, but he had a very legit reason he was arrested. But Bangi. It was, it was, ah, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. He, this dude, got drunk the night after the show, yeah, Saturday, and then he hit his girlfriend, 
and then he bust oof it was it was crazy well, that just was that's what just, yeah that was that was a very Imagine. <laughs> but usually it's also but, the but, thing but, for but discipline. What, what did you do what did i do now that the the other actor is not in what happens to the oh, show ah lucky did you have a stand in the usually like a shadow actor or something usually there are stand ins um in his case luckily there was one guy who used to come for rehearsals hakwana lines but you know because we just had to explain to the audience that the guy playing this role is not available this guy will come stage with a script he would occasionally look at the lines talk to you ni 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 and it was fine the the flow the show still flowed it was still uh, i think it wasn't, think, it wasn't the best I think, i think we should ask the audience it the show the flowed it wasn't the best ah what <laughs> show because all the other actors because we understood we have to now support and lift this guy up we're not going to come to him so, like so so what happened to the guy uh, going he, forward you need to start getting proper lines and what not the guy who stood in the guy who stood in um act 1 because plays are usually in two acts act 1 and act 2 sometimes is an act 3 act 1 he was rusty act 2 he was much better because that was the one where he used to always be around oh uh, also confidence is building mm, up yeah confidence and he sees like and we tell him like we tell him backstage bro we got you ukisa how line don't worry as we know the play we know the script we'll we'll, we'll prompt we'll, you we'll, we'll work, find we'll, out yeah we'll walk around because also at the end of the day the audience doesn't have the script they don't know how the story is going True. we can change that thing in the middle and they won't know man i feel cold in that one play i've attended in my whole life i hope you, i hope it was no, i hope it wasn't I, let me tell you what happened there was a kid and we went to to the church to the church play about hell and you know if you seen the fires of hell mm. that shit traumatized me heaven's gates life. hell's flames It, it was a name of a kid. Okay. My mom took me there. I don't know what I did. Maybe come by five bob kwa pass. Kumbuki something had happened I can't tell you. You know, to instill the fear of God. Mm. What she did <laughs> is she instilled the fear of theater in me. I was like, god damn. Cuz those drums and these fake flames like this crap paper. The devil like, "Oh lord, why?" It's scary. I've never stepped in a theater again. I was like, "Hell no." Now fam, you you need to come. Why that tells me though, in retrospect, That's how powerful theater is. It is. It Because is. I'm 30 something now. Mm-hmm. And that thing I saw that one time as a child. Imagine it still it has still affected me to this day. And that's why I love theater. That's why I love it. It's it's so visceral. You will always take away something from it. And it's because you are literally next to human beings watching them experience things it's so different when you're watching that, yeah. yeah like when you're watching a film you uh, films can you know it's a, yeah but you know it's a film yeah and there's there's also just the thing that the fact that there is an actual screen between you and that world it makes it 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 always gives you that thing of okay this is not real this is mm. not real this is not but when you're on stage and this person you cooperate you can see him you can see some other boys are under hella jarudi me najua I'm telling you. Like, I, I know what I saw. Yo. But now, I know what it means but just for the audience what mm. does visceral mean? It makes it so real. Visceral is like it's so it's palpable. Una feel you're like I'm literally there. And you you me I knew mm. that one. I just wanted to come from him. It's all right. You're a lawyer. You got this. Thing. <laughs> you're the one with the lingo. You're the one with the lingo. <clears throat> what what your your mom said? Mhm. Is there money in theater? Can you make a living off it? I assume it's not you where mm. you go to audition or to a true and you because I follow you on IG and I know you have a fairly busy mm-hmm. schedule. So maybe for you you can live off it. But apart from trying to get into it, you know, would you advise them that this is yeah, 
your careers is what you do for a living. I would if you if you're really passionate about it. Yes. However, uh, when it comes to making money, I will say you have to live, for lack of a better word, modestly. You have to live very modestly because theater, theater doesn't pay as much. And then also, it's very highly unlikely you will do a play January, February, March, April. You'll probably do a play January, April, December. You know, so it's you can't bank on it completely. And if it's all, the only thing you're banking on, then you had better be very good at saving and <laughs> managing your money. Like you have to be a guru in that ish. For real, because, yeah, there's more money in screen acting, though. That's why a lot of people are going to TV and film. Apo Kunado. Kunado. This has been yet another installment of the Nick Deda Thought Experiment, and thank you so much for listening in. Feel free to reach out to us on WhatsApp on 0757-122-942. Let's discuss this episode and any other topic you wish to have us discuss. Awesome.